You are about to embark upon a fascinating adventure into well-being, a journey which will leave you with a lifetime method for gaining unequaled health of body and mind and the sense of a new life. The host does not necessarily agree with the opinions and beliefs expressed in the following text. Any and or all statements regarding truth, reality, God, etc. should be viewed as narrative contrived by the artist for entertainment purposes only. The host hereby disavows his own personal responsibility for any paranormal activity related to the listening of this episode. The listener listens at his own risk and will hopefully have a safe yet fun and expansive trip. The characters in this episode are very real and reside inside a space-time continuum known as the host's head. The host solemnly guarantees that you will love them in addition to assurance that the preceding statement was a lie. Oh, and by the way, you're in for some weird shit. So, um, I just want to get off. So, I just want to um, put a, for a warning in this for in this episode. Um, I won't be really editing this, so I don't know how it's going to be. Um, I'm just going to do the uh, noise reduction and whatnot. Um, the reason I'm not, wanna, I'm just not going to want to listen to this one, one to edit it cave. Um, so I just want to start out by saying, um, everything I learn and I practice has come at... I don't I really don't know how to start this episode um because it's going to be dealing with my sister and her depression. <laughs> I'm already starting to get a little teared up already. Um so I guess I'll start out with the back the 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 beginning, the beginning beginning <laughs> um that kind of dove into what I'm doing now as far as the weird mysticism manifestation bullshit. So over a year ago, um, maybe August, September, I don't know. Uh, a good case in point was um, last year there was a strike at GM. Whenever that was going on, it was fair, middle of it, maybe early on, I don't know. So, one night I decided to eat two of my candy bars that I've made. These candy bars consisted of mushrooms and siren roux um shrooms and siren roux most most people you know know what sh shrooms are and these candy bars it was half and half siren roux i i should say is a mao i um i'm not looking up anything but what it does it um makes mushrooms quite more potent okay um, I've also heard weed uh, synthesizes, synthesizes, whatever the term is, um, with other plants and makes things stronger, more powerful. Some people say two to three times. So, each candy bar had siren roux and four grams of mushrooms. So, I ate two of them. So, right off the bat, Four grams is not, um, Terrence McKenna will say five is a heroic dose. Um, so right off the bat, I'm doing eight grams and then you throw in the siren roux, which people say two to three times it. So I'll say, 
So now I'm on 16 grams of mushrooms, allegedly, at least eight, somewhere between eight to 16. Um, And I start to meditate. I lose track of time, about three hours of time. I pass out. I don't know. My cat's getting bouty. He misses me. He loves me. He's all about me when I'm gone after work. So, I do this large amount of mushrooms. Sorry, I'm trying to move my mic. Sorry, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough episode. Um, like I said, I'm not gonna edit it because <laughs> I'm gonna be crying and I don't want to cry and I didn't. Um, so I do a large amount of a large amount of mushrooms, and that sends while meditating, and that sends me into what all I can comprehend is sort of like the bardo state. Um, the bardo is the um, Tibet from the Tibetan Book of the Dead. It's talking about life, death, resurrection, rebirth. Reincarnation, all that sort of jazz. Kind of reminded me of that. Um, Here's the things I can remember. I seen two bizarre and this and I haven't I haven't done anything crazy like this um, since or before really. I mean I've took mushrooms, but nothing nearly like this. The reason I haven't done done a lot is I always like um is is it Timothy Leary I could I could you people will know if if you know what um what is it tune in whatever drop out or in like I think Terrence McKenna says once you get the message hang up the phone or who whoever whatever psychedelic people say this stuff you know what I'm talking about if I if I butchered the quote you know if I butchered the quote and you know the quote fucking you know what i'm talking about okay so i haven't done anything like that in fact i really don't do mushrooms much i will microdose if anything um because if reality is mine to play with and enjoy and i don't need to escape reality especially after i don't know i'm I'm pretty pretty content so back to the drugs i take a large amount of amount of mushrooms um the first thing I remember is seeing two evil devil, mind you, evil devil, whatever these, I two demonic faces, two evil faces, um, kind of, kind of like you ever see like um Japanese like armor where it's supposed to be like devils and stuff. So it looked like that. So it wasn't like super scary per se, but it was resembled evil. Um, and they just begin like, <laughs> from, I, it's hard to, it's hard to make sense of what you do, what crazy trips look like and do any, so I'm going to describe this shit the best that I can. <laughs> so I see these two, two evil faces and. They're kind of like laughing at me, mimicking me, whatever. 
Then they show, and I'm crying already. And and then they show, because I'm kind of just I'm closing my eyes and I'm envisioning, sort of as, as best as I can. So they're making fun of me, and I'm just because re listening to the Book of the Dead, it kind of tells you about just kind of like given. You know, don't let the 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 frightening faces scare you, fool you. They're just trying to, they're trying to see if they can, not necessarily fool you, but frighten you. That's the right word. If they can frighten you, and if like how strong you are, I guess. So, um, these two faces, they mimic you know they mock me they mimic me and then they show me just my head not my body just my head and they take one of them takes like a mace and fucking and just smashes my head open and i just and then the other one takes a machete or a sword or whatever and fucking hits me directly in the middle of it and fucking blood and all that shit Sorry, it's all about what I'm gonna get to. So, they bust my head open, crack my skull open, and I'm unfazed. So, they're like, okay, you can go ahead, you know. He's not scared, he's, come on, man, you know, we're just fooling with you. We wanna see if if you're scared and if you're worthy, I guess, of the, the information. <laughs> So from then on, uh, it's like a, it's like tunnels, 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 tunnels. Um, like you know how when you see um, documentaries and they're talking about the nerves and stuff, and you see like whatever, you know, flashes of light going through tubes. That's kind of what it was. Um, and those were all like different realities, or and um. All happening simultaneously at the same time. Time is just all. It's a construct people make. And everything is happening in the moment. There's really no past per se and future per se. Um, But I'm not saying anything new with that. I'm probably not saying anything new with any of this. Uh, So I'm seeing all these tunnels with light and whatever. And then... I can only say what I go is to the hub of my universes or whatever. And at first it's like a, I'll just say like the mother tree from Pocahontas. You know, I'm talking to like mother earth, mother guy or whatever. And, uh, eventually I talked to some sort of entity. Maybe it's myself from the future. Maybe I don't, I don't know what it is. This stuff is it's hard to explain. So I'm talking to whatever it is. I need to take my glasses off. So I'm talking to uh, whatever it is, and it said that because my sister's been complete. She she's depressed. If she listens to this. But she probably won't. She needs to understand I'm talking about this stuff. 
for my own for my for my own well being. And if anybody can get something out of this, good. And this isn't trying to be mean or mock or whatever. This is just coming out of straight straight love for her. So I'm talking to um whatever it is. And it tells me my sister's gonna commit suicide around like October, November of last year. Okay, so I don't like I think it's at three months. So whatever, whatever, subtract three months. And I said, how do I stop it? <laughs> because I love my sister with everything. <laughs> I asked him, how do I stop it? <laughs> and what can I do? And he says, cherish every moment you can with her. Love her as much as you can. Try not to get mad at her. Just love her. No, let her know she's loved every time you see her. Every time you can. Let her know. And I'm not going to get, I don't want to really get into everything. Because probably if she does listen to it and I, and I say, you know, everything, you know, go into more depths about her depression and me trying to help her and all that, she'll probably be mad. But this is all coming from a place of love. Um, I just, there's, I, I just will say, um, there's been many of nights where she cries and balls her eyes up like a child from 8 until 8 p.m. to like 3 in the morning. And I will sit there in the, in her room or in the bathroom, only leaving when she lets when she fucking wants me to. But I will I sit there with her crying and bawling. Crying and bawling. For like seven hours or whatever it is. Just, just for her to know that she's loved by somebody. That they will sit with her in her most hurting times of pain and suffering. <laughs> that she doesn't have to go with, with completely alone. That I will be there. <laughs> that I will do. <laughs> that I will try to take any type of suffering I can from her. So, he tells me that, or whatever it is, tells me that, and then I begin to go through realities, multiple realities of experience, her suicide, her death, the excruciating pain, <laughs> funerals and fucking <laughs> all sorts of shit. Just absolute 
just, just, just draining it. I'm, I'm getting drained right now talking about it. This is an episode I wanted to do, but I've been fearing it because I know this is what it was going to be. Just me crying. So I, I go through all, I don't know, it just felt like a million times, a million deaths, a million funerals, everything. <sighs> so then, I, what I can only describe is I tried to put myself in the timeline that she doesn't kill herself. And like I said, this is now, this experience is now a year old, and here comes the time again where the being said that she would, and she didn't do it last year, clearly, thank God. And the thing is about her is she's smart enough (laughs) This is the best thing. This is the best thing. She's smart enough to know that's not the best fucking option. She knows it's not the best option. And she wants to get better. She she doesn't want to be that way. (laughs) So, even... So, just... When... And I know that, so even when she does say the stuff she says, I also know she says that. So, although it hurts me deeply, I still cling on to that the simple fact that she knows it's not the best option. But, the thing is, she doesn't really try to help herself. I've tried to help her as much as I could, give her everything, all the knowledge I know, I um, have her microdose, and, you know, every time she loses a shit, um, she's afraid to take it, and there's studies on how it's good, but whatever. Sorry, um, from there on, um, what I can only describe is I shifted my consciousness state to the timeline where she didn't kill herself, and from then on, I, this is, um, this is really when everything I've, I've learned and have been doing kind of snowballed from this point. Um, the whole re um, manifesting, shifting your conscious, speaking to God, trying to create your own reality, bada bada bada, whatever. Because I really, truly feel in my heart, in in that fucking experience, that I have gone to. A better existence where she helps 
herself and she tries. Um, I've been trying to manifest and I haven't, I used to write down that, you know, she's healed, she's healthy, this, that, and the other. And this is the thing. A lot of people say letting go is what you need to do. You do it and you let go. So I've been, I've done it and I've done it and then I've let go. And I know it takes a long time and I know it takes a while. Hell, um, I was thinking about, and this, this is kind of stupid cause, uh, but, um, I was thinking about getting a new car cause my car's old and then I've been dealing with it, dying the battery once a week. And my parents, my dad bought a car and he was going to give it to one of us anyways, but now I'm driving it. He finally gave it to me, and um, which obviously, you know, like, oh, you know, parents being parents, you didn't really manifest that. But did I? Did I? Anyways. Um, so I'm writing that stuff down, and then I'd play a do stats, a state akin to sleep, so what I would, what I would, um, think about every time I'd go to bed, and I've done this for quite a while, and I'm gonna go back to doing, because every time this shit happens, I'm like, I guess I gotta double down on it, triple down on it, quadruple down on it, fifth, tup, whatever down on it, sixth tuple down on it, I would play the, this, the, the idea, the whatever, so I'm in the kitchen cooking tacos or something, smashing hamburger meat, and it must be my day off or something, and my sister comes in the door, front door, and you know, I go, hey baby girl, because that's what I call her, how was your day at work, and she's talking about how, you know, it's fine, and blah, 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 blah. and I say to myself, Although her skin isn't perfect because, I'm saying that because she, one of her coping mechanisms is skin picking. And so although her skin isn't perfect, it's healed and her freckles are coming back and she loves them. She loves her freckles because growing up she would hate her freckles. So, I play this image again and again and again, you know, she's walking in the door, and although her skin isn't perfect, it's healed, and her freckles are back, and she loves him. And she comes, and she sits down in a chair for a hot second, drops her bag and her hat, says whatever, and goes in the kitchen, or not, in in the bathroom. And then I also... Think about how, you know, her bedroom's there, that's a spare bedroom, and then the master bedroom has, is, um, mine, a a room I use for whatever, (laughs) miscellaneous stuff I can't really get into. So, I'm trying to manifest, and I, and I will manifest. Her driving on herself, her having better skin, her freckles coming back, us owning this house, 
us surviving on ourselves, us being happy, her having the life she she misses out on and the life she thinks she can't have, but the life she needs and the life she does deserve. Just so I can put my glasses back on. I need to see where I'm at. Cool. It's like a regular time. But everything I've done has been studied because all I, I, I know, the, the manifestation stuff, they say, you know, everything is you pushed out or something along the lines of that. Um, and, but then you also have the idea of you cannot change others. You can change yourself and by changing yourself. You're changing the others in the world around you. And by by changing yourself, others will want to understand how you did it. So I'm coming at that both ways. That if, if I can't really manifest it, then doing these practices and everything will show her that there is something to it and because it's definitely benefited my life hell every the, the, the see everybody has to deal with stress and that's another reason why i do cold showers and all that um fast and here recently i've been sleeping on the hardwood floor I, two yoga mats so not directly on it but i mean what's good not that great Anything I can do to try to harden the head to not let stress get to me that much. Because although I'm not the most stressed person on, I'm definitely not, definitely not dealing with the worst circumstances for sure. I'm very blessed. Um, stuff like this really stresses me out. <laughs> so... By, you know, learning how to breathe and all this stuff, it, it's benefited myself for my personal life, my work life, all that stuff. Um, like I said, I could have, I could go into more details. I really don't want to, um, but after that trip, I was still fucked up. I was, yeah, I I was high, I was high or whatever for 10 hours, um, I helped picket GM at night, and there was barrel fires and stuff, and I was still tripping, and kind of out of my mind, and yelling at people, and telling people to shut the fuck up, and yeah, dudes were trying to talk about women in the shop, and I was like, hey, how about you shut the fuck up and let the woman right there tell you about women in the shop, and all that, no, I'm in the shop, can you imagine that temp, but hey, I'm, I'll be there one day, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go now, I'm hungry, I'm going on 12 hours without eating, I mean, I've gone a little over three days, but fuck that. I'm hungry. I have a headache. Dehydrated. No caffeine today. I just... 
when you get a message like that, I've I haven't heard the phone ring yet. I haven't I haven't needed to do anything that much. I haven't had the urge to. Just like DMT, I've never I've never really got there with DMT. But if you you know what I mean by getting got there, if if you know anything about DMT, got close. It's like a got to the fucking top level and the fucking lizard bellhops <laughs> popped up and opened the door and I was like, nah, I'm good. Like a smidgen and you know that analogy people use. Got close, but. I haven't had it, the urge. I think I've learned what I need to learn for right now. Or, like I said, it's over a year, and I haven't really touched a large amount. And <laughs> um, I'm not here to say, you know, don't do it all. I'm. It's just for me personal. I got my message. I don't have any necess- necessity to do it. Until I feel the urge to, if you need to do it more, go ahead. It's it's your own person, your own body. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to tell you what I do and my experiences in life and all that. All right, I guess I'm out of here because it's about my normal time. I hope you could understand my sobbing, my tears, my pain, my sorrow. I just didn't want to get into it too much because it'd be very painful. And yeah.